Coming to you from our basement, this is Exhausted. I'm Heather. And I'm John. Heather, Hmm. all is right with the world. You want to know how I know? Because last night there was an episode of Game of Thrones, and we haven't watched it, which means we are now back to the normal state of our existence, (laughs) which is that we're behind on Game of Thrones. Yes, but only one episode because it's a new season. But have to watch it soon since game of thrones has started Mm. our perpetual watching our perpetual relationship to game of thrones is that we're always behind on it and so now that there has been an episode that we haven't seen and might not see for a day or two we are now back into the regular now everything is all right with the world when we were caught up i was like i've seen every all the game of thrones that everyone else has but now there are people who are ahead of me so i feel like i can more com- more eat be more comfortable yes and i found out stranger things is coming end of october i hope it's good i think that it's i it could be good it could also be a sequel in which case it could be bad so i don't know that story ended so i'll be curious where they go I think I heard something about that girl, um, one of the friends later on. Oh, and Missy, I think we sort of get to know more about what happened to that person. I don't know. But this isn't a Stranger Things or a Game of Thrones podcast. No. This is an X-Files podcast. And we watched an episode today called Teso Los Dos, or Teso Dos Bichos, I think. I think so. It was a... I possibly mispronunciated that uh, word, those words badly, but I'm unfortunately no Spanish person uh, or Spanish speaking person. Do you want to get us started? Okay, so they're in Ecuador, a group of people in an excavation site, and they come across a urn with a female shaman they said it was that's how it was described as it's a skull in an urn so you kind of have to take it on for their word that's what it is yes and of course they the locals want to leave it because you don't disturb it but of course the head of the group the nope, expedition yeah it's like we're taking it back and here's where i find is the like Here's where I find is the main flaw of the episode, uh, which is that the explanation given by the head of the archaeology dig is that if they don't dig it up and remove it from where it is, then there's a pipeline, oil pipeline that's going to be built and that would just get destroyed. So like for the, the people who are local to there who mm-hmm. protest the removal of this uh, burial uh, these artifacts, these historical artifacts. Uh, I mean, they might have an interest in it from a like. Uh, they might believe that these relics are cursed if you remove them. But uh, if the archaeologists didn't take them out or didn't remove them at least from where they were buried, then the implication was is that the pipeline is going to just destroy it. So, I suppose you could make an argument that you just dig it up and then move it somewhere else that's local that isn't in the way of the pipeline that would be i suppose uh like that would be a perhaps more compromising way to both save it and also have it stay within its group but the i think the having this 
tossed offline about a pi- an impending pipeline makes their the archaeologists position much more defensible and much more uh and therefore you're less sympathetic to <laughs> or to the forces that are uh, that will soon be harassing it um also it should be noted uh for the first time since i was made aware of the pan flute equals racist episode uh theory this is the first episode that starts off with a pan flute so i was like oh my goodness and (laughs) sure enough it's about uh it's sure enough it's about indians so i there wasn't i don't know it struck me as like you know wheel of fortune just spin the wheel and pick your random mythology to exploit so but yeah, so I didn't. It didn't seem especially egregious, I suppose. But mm-hmm. uh, but that was the first time I had seen a pan, heard a pan flute since uh, since I was told about that rather interesting idea. And I think the after they go and decide that they're going to take out, uh, yeah, uh, to to remove the the urn with the skull and take it back to the states, they pass around a bowl uh that it grows it 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 looks i don't know it looks kind of greenish almost kind of glowing um and everyone has a little bit and the and the person who is acting as the liaison between the the local people and the uh um and the ex uh, the archaeologists he's the one who's sort of leading the protests to uh say that they shouldn't uh remove it yeah. he starts to get all funky and weird in ways that yeah, no he one was else hallucinating and then i think right before you go to the credits one of the uh you leaders of the expedition uh you see he's in his tent and you see a it cuts to outside the tent where you see him lit by silhouette and mm-hmm. it looks like a jaguar basically just attacks and kills yeah. him yeah and i think we can, that's when we hit our credit break what do we have? What happens after that? Um, so they wind up at a museum, mm-hmm. and of course, Scull- Mulder and Scully are there, um, investigating, um, one of the scientists or I don't know what doctors I guess they're called, uh, has gone missing, and there's so much blood. So this is also at um, this is a second person that has gone missing this time back in the states. There, yes. it's connected. It's the same group of people who are doing this archaeology stuff, but this person has gone missing back in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like trails of blood. Uh, a lot of blood, apparently. Yes. Lots but no of blood. body. No body. And uh, when they ask, when they ask around, they land on the, uh, they land on the liaison um, as a potential person who to, to talk to. And uh, who, because they know that he filed, he wrote a letter to the State Department saying that they needed to return the, uh, to return the artifacts back to the local people there, and he was, I guess, fired or something. Yeah, he he at some point left the project because, or was forced out. I don't know, but he left essentially over the to to object with the. Uh, to object with the removal of those artifacts. When they go and talk to him, he's super, A, super exhausted. It looks uh, clammy. 
clammy, um, like he's up been up all night murdering someone. Yeah. Uh, the, although, well, actually, yeah, it, it, he looks, yeah, he looks like definitely someone who's in a weakened, uh, state, likely because he's been killing someone. And the, uh, and when he goes, and so when they ask him about, uh, you know, where he was, what his thoughts are on everything, and his response to one of their questions is, is I think that if, uh, I think the government should return the artifacts or else, uh, these disappearances will keep happening, which I think he means that whatever it is that's causing the, the, the curse or whatever you want to call it yeah. is causing people to die. Um, but they're specifically thinking that he's the one who killed, uh, he's the one who's killing these scientists as a political protest. Uh, and so they think that he's the suspect. And so when they think he's the suspect and he responds with the killings will continue. <laughs> they're just like, you're it. You did it. Yeah. Clear, right. Clearly he's the guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Scully picks up on that pretty quickly, calling him not just a suspect, but the suspect. He's like, yeah, we have nobody else. Let's go. <laughs> um, he they also talk to uh they also connect with a i think it's a phd student or well yeah she's helping um cataloging the things on the dig and she uh she is in contact with uh um she's in contact with the former liaison guy and there's a uh there's an implication that they're lovers, but they don't really quite go out and state it. But she knows that they're close. It, that's yeah. all we know. Well, he says that he was like when they ask him about what he was doing, he says that he was home by himself. But then after that, the 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 grad student is talking to him on the phone and says, oh, "Why did you lie?" To them, it's going to bring more heat down on you if you lied. Yeah, I didn't quite catch that. No, yeah, that makes more sense. I. Can I miss that little part when they were when she was talking to him on the phone about that? And like she's uh like she knows that he was not at home by himself. <laughs> she's like, I was getting in your pants. Well, I mean it's <laughs> assumed. They don't develop their relationship so far that way that it has to be that. It's kind of more of a light suggestion, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um but as she's uh she finishes up on the call with him the the boss of this uh archaeology dig comes up and says oh it's not good for you to be here by yourself you should probably go home uh, and then he leaves to his car opens up his trunk and of course there is blood in his trunk you're mm-hmm. like hmm and was it his trunk or his engine or sorry, his engine. My apologies. He opens it up. There's blood, and then he gets dragged away, screaming. And he, when they look at the inside of his car, they find the blood. They find half-membered uh, <laughs> rats. They find a couple of mutilated rats. Oh. And uh, they, when they go for a walk in the woods nearby uh they eventually find a 
uh, his intestine. They even find a, a chunk of intestine with no body. It, it to be honest, it looked like a, one of those blow up balloons that you turn into animals for children. <laughs> <laughs> Very transparent. They also start talking about more about this this curse that uh, I don't remember the name of it, but Mulder seems to be familiar with the at least enough familiar enough with the artifact that it's supposed to be cursed and that mm-hmm. it would if you move it from where it's buried then it's bad things will happen and uh they talk about like the spirit of the jaguar and uh and scully doesn't and and as always like scully tries to poke holes in it all and in Mulder's less than rational uh explanations of what's going on but Mahler doesn't seem to be especially bothered or phased by it. He's just like, yeah, go with it. This is what we're doing. And she doesn't seem to be that, like, she also seems to be okay with it because she doesn't have any, like, Oh, yeah, usually she's always arguing with him. and Well, she doesn't necessarily buy it, but she also doesn't have, like, a super strong, obvious, compelling argument against it. So she, you know, for lack of a better argument, she goes... uh, they more or less operate under that principle. Do you remember what happens after the intestine in the tree? Um, so, of course, they're at the lab sort of going over it, what they found. And then, of course, they get a call from Mona. She's freaking out because she went to, yeah, she went to the liaison's house. And then she he started, you know. He was doing more creepy. of that, like almost heroin withdrawal like and she finds like what he's been taking the the space peyote or whatever it's supposed to be and so they have this argument she leaves scared she calls uh scully whom she had previously been lying yeah pretty obviously about and 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 scully picked up on it that she was she wasn't she was trying to cover for the uh for the for her possible boyfriend Mm -hmm. um but I had left her a card. So when they're when they're working on the oh they're working on the intestine, and they get a call from her, and she says that she's uh, she had gone to his house. He was acting weird. She had lied to him, and that she was with him that night. So like they don't really dwell on it. It's you know you would assume that yeah they're boning, but maybe not. And then of course uh, Mulder goes to the museum, where and then. She- Scully goes to the liaison's house and starts searching through that. And before Mulder gets there, you know, she's uh, starts hearing noises, goes into like the bathroom and there turns out to be rats trying to get out of the toilets. Yeah, it's a tons of rats all trying to escape. And I was just like, oh, yeah, this like I was grossed out, and the noise was like something's gonna happen. I guess the 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 animal, the creepiness involving animals here is probably like I think the show's this episode's particular highlight. I think, mm-hmm. um, and uh, unfortunately, it's the way that the story has to progress. I do feel like the this the grad student lady should have been smarter than to go off venturing into parts unknown when she's particularly scared. I mean, she, I don't think she should have gone to the museum at all. I think that like 
all of the bad things that are happening seem to be born out of they're at the museum that's where the artifact is that's where the like the artifact is at the museum all the bad things are happening at the museum if you're scared and worried for yourself go to your own house mm-hmm. so uh I mean, also, you don't, she doesn't understand that she's in a horror TV so, show, so she has to, you know, she has to die. But <laughs> by the time Mulder gets there, uh, the security guard takes her to where she was and instead finds the liaison who's sort of like huddling in a corner, super strung out and huddling and like he's sweating and like he's probably high. He's, he says that she's, she's. She's dead. she's dead yet but there's then no body she can't talk to a she can't like point at a body or anything yeah um and the it's around this time that they start to try and figure out like there's a seem to be an emerging thread of rats um everywhere like the, the buildings had a rat problem but like all of the deaths so far have had rats involved in some capacity and uh the and Mulder starts to think that perhaps the uh the perhaps the curse isn't necessarily like is some kind of like soul transference to you know an animal or something so mm-hmm. that the you know maybe the rats are possessed or or the maybe there's something that is some kind of animal in the sewers or the basement that is possessing every uh that is Causing the rats to freak out. Yeah, so they find the rats. Uh, the zones in a room sort of being guarded. And then, of course, they're like, oh, we have a problem. He's not there. And then it, they find out there's, like, old tunnels and stuff. And Yeah. In looking through the tunnels, of which there is only one, seems to be only one entrance or exit, uh, they find the bodies of the everyone else that had died they found all of their bodies all of which had been like eviscerated and eyes clawed out all of which seemed to match up with journal entries that the liaison had been writing Mm -hmm. recently um the but around that time is when they start when you start to get to the the real villain of the uh of the episode which is a horde of possessed devil cats <laughs> I'm like the cats are taking over the cats are taking over and they are freaking nuts i live with two cats <laughs> and i suspected this the whole time <laughs> and it is both terrifying and reassuring to know Every that my fears them, are just confirmed. gonna be like giving them this look get me they're gonna get me well bella at least i mean yeah. that cat is absolutely going to eat me <laughs> That is like, like I'm putting my life in your hands uh, by allowing that cat to stay here. <laughs> ben, maybe not. Maybe de- maybe Ben is just like regular cat, but Bella is definitely a, a, a possessed she, evil cat. And here's the thing: she wasn't always like that. It wasn't until I got back there. You you, te- you say that. You say those words. I've heard you say those words repeatedly. However, I have that and that that that's before she wasn't me. Was like that too. I mean, when uh, we first met, she wasn't that cranky. <laughs> In any case, she just got worse. 
in any case, uh, essentially the rest of the episode is they get chased by a, a shit ton of super angry cats that are trying to like claw their way into the thing. They're in the grates. There's this weird like like it's it's the cramped corridors and grating of like an alien kind of movie only with cats and uh, <laughs> like <laughs> and there's a scene there's a there's a shot where they're looking through a grate and they just see like hundreds of cats all in one space and then one comes up to the grate and swipes at them it was that was legit terrifying it was, i think it was like the best part of the episode <laughs> yeah i Again, the animal stuff here is probably where it does the best. <laughs> um, they find the body of the liaison who himself is now dead, stuffed in a vent. So and they like take him out so that they can cure kitties and then they climb in to get away. Well, they need to they need to clear out his body so they can climb through the vent and escape. But I think it's also not a bad thing to, you know, feed the body to the cats so that <laughs> they like, can be eaten. He's already dead. There you go. Um, and then the episode resolves where they talk about uh, how the letter of protest that the liaison had written back when he was alive had convinced, uh, along with the people dying, had convinced the State Department to return the things to Ecuador, and that's where it gets reburied, and there's a monologue by Mulder about how, you know, something shouldn't be disturbed, and there are other cultures, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, presumably and it gets buried presumably where it was taken out of which means that after this episode is done some oil company is going to come in and build a pipeline on it so i'm yeah, i don't think at the I don't end think, it's getting reburied i'm presuming that there's not going to be a uh a follow-up episode but that's the implication yeah um heather what do you think of this episode like i said uh the ending was great uh, yes, I was kind. I thought that they lost the plot, specifically with the liaison, as mm-hmm. like clearly setting him up to be the thing. But he's not. And then at the end, he's just dead. I guess they're just maybe trying to like throw you off as like, yeah, we, you know, it's. Well, because he's, yeah, it, I don't think that part is especially handled well. And since he's most of the episode, I don't like it. I I was bummed when the lady got killed because I liked her. Yeah. Um, she's I'd like s- the main ended up being the main person in this episode yeah so i'd say that is not great but the animal stuff and specifically the cats at the end was just just terrifying enough and i'm like more or less chill with cats there are people i know who like absolutely hate them and this will just sort of like turn that screw in a little bit um the next episode i believe was called hell money which there's so many fun, hilarious, or terrifying ways that that could go. I'm excited. That's a title that I want to check out. So mm-hmm. we'll check out next time. And thanks for listening. <laughs>